to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. Wendy. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, baby. Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh live from the... Lakeland University Studios. Lakeland University now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Ken Barkley, you better you bet. Odyssey BetQL joins us coming up in one half hour. Look ahead to this weekend. Uh, Plus, with the uh, NFL season upon us, rookies reporting uh, for the Packers. First practice for the Packers, I believe, is next Wednesday. Uh, So lots of uh, Packers and NFL discussion coming your way now going forward. Plus, former Packers cornerback Ron Pitts uh, used to be play-by-play guy back in the day on Fox and so forth. He joins us coming up in the next hour of the show to talk some more Packers football. So we uh, read in the first hour of this uh, piece, uh, or one of the pieces, uh, from Rob Domofsky at ESPN about offense. Um, And this one is uh, about the defensive uh, side of the ball. And he goes position by position, better, same or worse, right? So defensive line uh, returners, Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, TJ Slade, and Jack Heflin. I'm not a big Jack Heflin fan, but whatever. Uh, Tyler Lancaster, loss, no loss, really. Uh, Addition, uh, Jaron Reed, Devontae Wyatt, uh, Jonathan Ford, Chris Slayton, Akeel Byers, uh, and a guy's name who I can't pronounce. Uh, better or worse? He says better. What say you, G? Agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Way better. I like the rotation. Inside linebackers. Divine- not, every, not everybody and not not everybody can be the star player. So you got to have some guys that, that can be on a rotational basis. I think that's what you got there. And with the defensive line, you want to be able, like you said, to rotate to keep them fresh. You don't mm-hmm. need somebody playing right. every snap on the defensive line of a game. Correct. Mm-hmm. Inside linebackers, right. uh, returners, Devondre Campbell, Chris Barnes, Isaiah McDuffie, Ty Summers, Ray Wilborn, Loss, Oren Burks, not really. Addition, Quay Walker, Ellis Brooks, and Khalif Bryce, if that's how you say it. Uh, better, worse, or the same, Rob Domofsky says, better, obviously, because of Quay Walker. Yeah, and I agree with that. Most definitely better because of Quay Walker. Outside linebacker, returners, Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Jonathan Garvin. Uh, Tipa Galay, Ladarius Hamilton, Randy Ramsey, losses, Zadarius Smith, and Whitney Merciless, additions, uh, Kingsley, uh, and I always get this guy's name, the South Carolina guy, Engbare, whatever, Kobe Jones, Chauncey Maddock. Mm-hmm. If you're new to the show and realize I can't pronounce names, I, I apologize, but I'm horrible at it. Uh, better, worse, or the same, he says it's the same. Gary became a legitimate force last season. Preston Smith played well enough to essentially win the Battle of the Smiths. Only one of them was going to fit under the salary cap, given that Zadarius missed most of the season with a back injury and Preston had a solid year. It was an easy call. He says better, or he says the same, I should say. What say you, Gary? I'd say better. Uh, and But here's why. Uh, because I think Quay Walker also would be a guy that you can add to the outside linebacker. I, I think you're going to see him at some outside backer. I think he's going to be in that rotational basis. 
uh, with uh, Preston Smith and and uh, with Rashawn Gary. And if you're saying, you know, the Packers quarterback situation is better because of love, you most certainly have to say is better because of Koi Walker. I mean, that's the way I see it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's the one thing too, right? So we don't know necessarily, and I tend to agree with you that Walker will be used uh, in both positions. But the assumption I yeah. think is to start is that he's going to start inside, right? Sure. Yeah. That's where he'll start. When the game starts, yeah. he'll probably yeah. be yeah. inside. Uh, at cornerback now, Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, Rajul Douglas, Shamar Jean Charles, uh, and KBN Ento uh, at cornerback. I thought that should be Jean Charles, by the way. Uh, losses, Shannon mm-hmm. Sullivan, additions, uh, Nixon, Thomas, Gafford, uh, and Texada. Better, worse, or the same? He says better. Yeah, because of Jair Alexander. I don't know what he writes in his report, but if you get Jair back with a group that you already got, oh, my God. They're probably the best three cornerbacks that they had in a long time. Now, I, I'm going to say... Tremont and and uh, Woodson and Shields and who else was over there? Still, uh, still, cause you still. Who else is over there, uh, Steve? Uh, Tremont, Woodson, Shields, and Shields Those three. right? Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was because you had Dan Woodson playing in the slot. That that was about as good as they can get back then. Of course, and when Leroy and them played, when you had Newsom, Evans, and uh, Doug Evans. And and uh, that that was pretty good too. And then you uh, for a minute you rolled there. Then you then you have Al Harris, Woodson, and somebody else. That was pretty good. They had kind of gone a little lull there, so uh, t- t- so to speak, at the cornerback spot where they just they just wouldn't hit on corners. Don't you remember Demarius? Was it Demarius Randall? Yep. And a couple of the guys they draft they they missed on that position a lot. And it feels like now. That could be a strong suit of theirs. Safety position, according to Rob Domofsky, returners Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage. Vernon Scott, Enos Gaines, Sean Davis, Loss, Henry Black, addition to Reed Carpenter and Trey Sterling. He says, same. Uh, Savage has long wanted to crack at playing in the nickel cornerback slot, but signs suggest he will stay at safety to pair with Amos for the fourth straight year. That's They've been a steady, dependable duo. Davis, a late-season addition last year, could be the number three safety based on the way they lined up in the offseason. That, of course, being Sean Davis, who he is referencing. He says, same. What's a UGE? I would agree with that. Uh, I, I think the same, but with potential to be better. Once again, golly, I keep saying this guy's name. What are you going to do with Quay Walker? Because once again, I saw him at Georgia, Steve. They, they play him over the tight end. They played him in a slot. He's going to make those guys on the back end much better than what they were last year. But as of right now, I just go the same. You do realize that you – you're not, you're not, yeah. I'll give you credit. Yeah. You're not like yeah. shying away from what you're doing with Quay no. Walker. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's you, you are building this dude yeah. up to be like this yeah. pro bowl, unbelievable type See, player. I got, I got all this information from all my good people down there in Georgia. And they're saying this guy is just unbelievable. Gary, just watch him run. Look at the film. He can run, cover and hit at that, at that side. And, and, why I, did he... and I looked at some of his stuff. Yeah, and? And why did he last? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. The way I mean, we're talking, a, like he's going to play, perfect. he should have been a top five, top ten pick. Yeah, and you, you never know. Not everybody's perfect. There's got to be something. We're missing something. There may be. What was Micah Parson? Was he, was he the first pick? 
No, 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 no. No, he definitely wasn't the first pick, but I don't know. Top five? Like, the Cowboys gave him a top five? Draft. Class. Let's see here. He was 11. No. He was, wait. Was he 11 or 12? Six? Maybe 11 or 12. He's 12. 12. Okay. There you, there you go. Why did he last so long? Uh, let me see who went in front of him, and then I will tell you. Uh, let me see here. Because, I mean, again, not I don't remember that draft class because my memory is horrible right either. now. Um, so I apologize for that. But I... Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. I'll have to find it in the break. Um, but but see, that to, to me, um, when we talk about... Um, that was just last year's draft class, wasn't it? Yeah, because he was a rookie last year. Um, so I've got the list if you want. Here we go. Trevor Lawrence was one. I mean, he wasn't going in front of a quarterback. Zach Wilson no, was two. Worry. Trey Lance was three. They're not going. He's not going in front of quarterbacks. All quarterback. Kyle Pitts was four. He's not going in front of him. Um, wide receivers: Jamar. Jamar. Because Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts went before any wide receiver. He was unbelievable at Florida. I mean, everybody just looked at Kyle Pitts and said he's going to come in and be unbelievable on offense. And he was unbelievable okay. at offense last year. He played really well. Now, is he a great blocking tight end? No, but they all knew that. No. Uh, wide receivers, Jamar Chase. I think Cincinnati got that right. Jalen Waddell to Miami. I think they got that right. Uh, this guy didn't play as well, uh, but Detroit fans were excited. Panay Sewell, the offensive lineman to Detroit at seven. That's what they wanted. Uh, J.C. Horn, I think, is fine at Air Carolina at eight. Uh, Patrick Sertan, the second, played well for Denver at nine. Uh, Devontae Smith was good for Philly at ten. Another quarterback, Justin Fields, Elvin, and then Micah Parsons at 12. I'm sorry, but if you look at this currently, I mean, we don't know about Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. Okay, fine. But Pitts, Chase, Waddle, Sewell, Horn, Sertan, Devontae Smith, all of those guys, I appear, are going to be legit NFL guys. Like, after yeah, yeah. one year, it's yeah, early. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then the quarterbacks, you don't know. Justin Fields went right before or mm-hmm. uh, right before Dallas picked. So da- uh, the Bears could have had Micah Parsons if they wanted. Uh, but they went quarterback, as expected, because everybody knew they were going to go quarterback. So we'll see. Maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll work out to where everybody you know will regret their picks, and Micah Parsons will be that guy. Micah Parsons we'll sure was out. that guy last year. Hey, no last question. Year he was. No, no question was. about that. Do you think there is pressure on the Packers' defense this year? Knowing what we know about special teams, knowing what we know about offense, is kind of all the pressure for this team to be where they want to be. Really, kind of just riding. On the defense this year, that if hey look, they're not top ten defense, top five defense. This team's this team's going to be in some trouble. The Van Horn Direct toll free talk line 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com. Tweet us at Big Show Network. Border to border, the Big Show Radio Network. Brittany's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. See Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Allerson, A.R. Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. Leroy Butler's extended birthday uh, vacation. Uh, still going on. Continues. Continues, right? Continues. We'll see how long we go for that. Also, obviously, the Hall of Fame coming up here August 6th. is induction into Canton, so... 
a busy, busy guy he is. Wendy Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad is back, and it's the event of the summer, featuring freshly prepared ingredients like a mix of salad greens, grilled chicken, oven-baked crispy apple with smoked bacon, candied almonds, Italian cheese blend, and to top it all off, fresh summer strawberries, all beautifully tossed together and served with a side of sweet champagne vinaigrette, only at Wendy's. Don't miss the fan favorite, the Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad. Choose wisely and choose Wendy's. And oh, by the way, I will uh, also let you all know that uh, we will have the Wendy's Big Show uh, down in Canton uh, on August 5th uh, doing the show uh, as normal on the Friday before uh, Leroy goes in. So those of you on the Big Show Radio Network will get to hear uh, our show live from Canton again that Friday uh, before Leroy goes into uh, the, the Hall of Fame. So make sure to keep it tuned here, uh, especially uh, coming up August 5th. Make sure to mark it, remind yourself, make sure to be listening that day. Okay. Uh, Ken Barkley still to come. You better, you bet. Odyssey bet QL. The question is, do you think there is pressure on the Packers defense this year? Uh, the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Tweet us at Big Show Network. GE, what say you? Yeah, I, no doubt, because they look at how they draft your your first two picks. Um, and I think if you look at the receiver, it, it feels like transformation time for the Green Bay Packers offense and defense, meaning that for a lot of years under Aaron Rodgers, it was felt like it was about a high prolific offense with all the receivers, the Sports Illustrated cover, right? And then the defense, though, was a defense that just kind of made plays, got interceptions, got turnovers, gave the ball back. It feels like now they're changing. I mean, this defense, although I think they do have playmakers on that defense, it feels like it's more of a hard-nosed defense, a defense that can get in and stop the run. I know they want to be able to play a little bit less nickel and play more base. Thus comes in Quay Walker. Now that you can stay in your base a little bit longer than you had been because the Packers were getting gashed when they went to nickel or dime. Teams would just run them. They weren't big enough up front. And now I think they feel like they got enough guys where they can stay in their base a little bit longer and still get the coverage they need to have uh, on the back end. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure right now on the defense. And most certainly, Steve, you did throw in the special teams. Yeah, I mean, they the special teams were bad last year. They, they, they will improve because they were 32. One would think they'll get a little better. But I think, I don't know if there's pressure on the defense, but I think the defense has to be better. I think when you look at the defensive coordinator, I think maybe he got pieces that he wanted to have, and it's time for them to show what they got. You know, th- that's that's very true. I mean, Barry's got some pressure on him for sure, uh, I think, going yes. into this season to get this all right. I, the other part of this is I wonder how much of the conversation happens you know, between teammates, Leroy always talks about the fact that, you know, you know, he would tell Brett maybe before the week, hey, man, dude, these guys are going to these guys may score a couple on us. So like, you're all going to have to get some points here. Right. And then on other weeks, Brett may come to him or Reggie or whatever. And be like, hey, man, this defense is pretty good. Y'all are going to need to do your job and hold these guys down. We're going to need you more this week. I wonder how much of that is really going to be going on this year especially early on if there's some bumps uh, in the road for Aaron Rodgers in this offense as far as commuting to the, getting to the defense, like we're going to need you guys early on here while we figure this thing out. Well, because the de- they always say this, Steve, and it is true, does ring true. The defense will be ahead of the offense. 
I think it may be even more truer this year, if that's ever a word. Because I think the defense has got to get their timing down. Rodgers got to get his timing down with the receivers. The defense, basically, you I mean, you can add some things, but, dude, where the football at? Go get it. Tackle. I mean, it's easier to do. I mean, they, they put in plays. They put in stunts. They do all those types of things. But the defense should be ahead of the offense coming out of training camp. You know, that's that's the other thing, too. Uh, when we talk about um, coming out of training camp and and where the Packers are going to be versus maybe in previous years, and that is why, and I don't want to sidetrack this, but what? I I just I continue to come back to the same thing. Like I, I think that it's very to? critical that Rodgers and those guys play together in the preseason to give you as much opportunity as possible yeah. to be on the same page going you know into week one. That. They didn't do it last year. They didn't play together last year. You had vet wide receivers, and the offense was all kinds of jacked up in that New Orleans game. Absolutely. It took them, what, two, three games? Yes. To get right. Yeah, no no doubt. It's it's the Jordan Love show for this preseason. That's what you're going to see. All him. He's going to get all the snaps. Now, that may be a topic. Is that, uh, would you rather see more of Rodgers than Jordan Love this preseason. Because it's really about right now developing Jordan Love for him to get all the looks that he needs. No, 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 it's not. No. And, you, and, no, I, and I agree no, and no. I agree with you. Yeah, they, they won't have – the only reps that he'll get will be in practice, in practice with these guys. Rodgers will. It won't be in preseason. For me – I don't think it's about developing Jordan Love anymore. When when Aaron Rodgers signed this contract, now it's about, okay, if Jordan Love plays well, that's great. We can trade him. But it's no longer about Jordan Love's replacing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers organization going forward. I think we moved on from that, or at least I moved on from that as soon as Rodgers signed the new deal. So with that being said, it's more important to get Rodgers on the page with these wide receivers as quickly as possible. I'm not asking for Aaron Rodgers to play four quarters of a preseason game. I'm not asking for Aaron Rodgers to play two quarters of a preseason game. I simply want Aaron Rodgers to play maybe, I don't know, two series uh, on the Packers offense game to game going forward. You know, play the first two series. If they end up in, you know, punts, fine. Then they end up in punts, two series. That's all I'm looking for. And then out of the game you come and Jordan Love um, and Etling can play the rest of the game for all I care. But I, I cannot accept and you're going to play three preseason games and the man's not going to step on the field to be a quarterback in any of them with brand new wide receivers. Like that 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 just simply makes no sense to me whatsoever, well, especially yeah, when you watch him play with receivers he knew like the back of his hand and they stunk in week yeah. one coming yeah. off of that preseason, which he didn't play. Mm-hmm. And I think there was some even sound that we had with Matt LaFleur who who talked about yes. it. Maybe we'll do things differently and I don't think Correct. we will. I think it's going to be all Jordan Love with these new guys. You, I don't think you're going to see Rodgers at all during any preseason game. Now, I think the only time you'll see Rodgers, maybe who who do they have training camp with, Steve? Uh, this year, it's going to be Who's the Saints, up? right? I believe it's the Saints. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's where he'll get the bulk of his work right there. You mm-hmm. won't see him any preseason games. Well, I, I guess I, I'm not going to be happy, and I'll complain about it throughout and. That, that's fine. If, well, let's if, see how it shakes out. If, if that's the way that they end up going. You agree or disagree with me. But I, I agree with you that, um, that there is pressure on this Packers defense for sure. And if they don't feel the pressure in the locker room, there's going to be pressure from the outside for certain as far as media, people on social media going at these guys. Like they're legitimately going to be 
expected probably to keep teams under 14 points. I, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of going to be the expectation among Packer fans. Like, better not give up more than a couple touchdowns here because this offense it may not be as explosive as it's been in the past. Now, if you answered the first question, which was, do you think this Packers offense will be as good as last year? And you said, oh, I think it'll be the same. Okay, well, then maybe it doesn't have to be as good. But if you think there is going to be any type of drop-off in this Packers offense from a scoring standpoint, then yes, the pressure is going to be on defense. And I'll I'll expand it, Gary. Uh-oh. I think there's Uh-oh. pressure on the defense Uh-oh. to create turnovers and give this offense sure. some short fields too. Sure, it is. It is. Well, I, I think more than that, Steve, I think it's getting off the field. Uh, they, they have to get off the field on third down, which, which will give the offense more possessions. I don't know what the turnover is going to look like, but I, I think you're looking for a short field and you're looking to get off get off the field. The, the Packers last year, I thought in crunch time, just did not get off the field enough on third down. And I think that's where they got to shore it up, and then they give the offense more possessions. Right. Yep, absolutely right. He is Gary Ellerson, Steve Sparky Fiverr. It is the Wendy's Big Show. Gary's always right when it comes to telling you where to shop for your jewelry, uh, whether it be you know an engagement, uh, whether it be an anniversary, a birthday present, a graduation present, whatever it is, there's only one place, Gary Ellerson. Yeah, it's, it's the Jury Center. Uh, three locations, 76 and Lake, Layton Plaza in Brookfield. I'll blew my road and try to see National Bank building right down the third floor and third location for you folks in, in Burlington, Wisconsin. ShopTJC.com. ShopTJC.com is their website. And right there, guys, you can buy just about anything you want to buy at all three of their locations. I stopped in yesterday uh, to see my good friend Dean Murray. Seems like I stop in there often and just to look around and see what they got just in case. I got this uh, Pandora bracelet. I got my mom one. Um, and I always try to surprise her sometimes and send her uh, a nice charm. And, you know, the, the, the Pandora bracelet to me, guys, is is one of those things that you can buy your mom, your wife, your significant other. And sometimes you can surprise them with a charm or something. And, and, and to me, I always kind of browse around and see what I can get. And if you want to get the best possible deal in any piece of jewelry, guys, and it's going to be my good friends at the jewelry center. Just don't take my word for it, guys. Go in there, go to the jury center, or better yet, call the owner, Dean Murray. Up next, Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Odyssey, and of course, BetQL. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. He'll join us straight ahead here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Big show served up hot and fresh. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson over there. Joining us now is a guy that we have on each and every Friday here on the Wendy's Big Show. And we always, always have to play, well, the man's music. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. That's right. He's here again. Ken Barkley. You better. You bet. Odyssey bet QL. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. He is on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider Tire Drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Ken, thanks for coming on, buddy. How are you? 
I'm good, Sparky. I appreciated your uh, your shout out for uh, Jackson Holiday, the number one pick in the baseball draft. That was uh, we got we got one right, which was great. It's always good to get one right. Pretty funny. You come on, you say, hey, your source is telling you it could very well be Holiday. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that means it's going to be Holiday. So I was like, I'm just going to kind of wait back and see what the baseball guys say, because you know, uh, anytime there's a draft day, everybody has their last mock draft the day of, right? And normally, especially with the NFL, normally they get it right. So I'm watching all of these baseball mock drafts and nobody has holiday going one, not a one. I'm like, Ooh, buddy, he's going to be the only one, right? If this goes down and presto, as always, our guy, Ken Barkley uh, is right. And that is why we play this. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. I'm telling y'all, like if you are, if you are not listening to You Better You Bet with him and uh, Nick Costos, and you are not listening to him every Friday on this show, you're costing yourself money. Let's just let's just say what it is at the end of the day. Ken Barkley is the man when it comes to this stuff. All right, so NFL rookies are now starting to report to Kansas Packers rookies uh, coming in. First practice for the Packers uh, coming up next Wednesday. How does the betting market react once we start getting into training camps and preseason games, does it, does it move a lot? Does money move a lot uh, in that area? Or does it really not pick up until you get to uh, week one of the regular season? Well, there are a few things that will definitely change. That's a really good question. I would The example I would use that we just had to kind of prove my point would be NBA Summer League. So Summer League just ended, I'm sure. You know, I, I doubt you were kind of tuning in every night to Vegas to watch Sparky. What was going on with hey, uh, man. rookies? Hey, I, like, I, I've said, yeah. be, I've said before, and, and <laughs> I'll say it again. I used to go out to summer league and and go to summer okay. league games. And if you are a NBA fan or a basketball fan, it is a must do, a must bucket list item uh, because. Spring training baseball is bucket list, I think. Florida, I've never done, but Arizona is amazing because all the parks are so close. That obviously is a bucket list thing, too. But when we start talking about basketball, we're talking about sitting in the stands with NBA execs, scouts, front office people, coaches, all sitting in the stands with the fans. Everybody's together. So literally, you could be sitting there and hear a deal possibly being worked on behind you and the seats right behind you. It, it is amazing. And then they're all out and about, you know, in, in the casinos, whatever the case may be. And you get to watch basketball in, in two different areas. I, I, it really is an amazing deal. Have you ever done it, Ken? I've been to Vegas for a lot of things, but I've actually never been for summer league. I've probably been to Vegas like 25 times in my life, maybe more. Oh. And I've never been for summer league before. So I just, I got to, apparently I got to make that a bucket and, list item. I, I knew for, it was fun. And for was you, I, I don't know if I knew it was that fun. Right. But for you, I mean, the contacts and the sources you'd be able to pull out of that thing would be amazing. It, it, I'm just, I mean, I'm just telling you like it. It, I, I miss I miss going so much, but it, it yeah. is a, a ton of fun. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. Uh, no, no, that was, I mean, in, in, in all the tangents, that's one of the better ones because now I kind of want to go for NBA Summer League. Now I kind of want to go to Vegas. Uh, all I was going to say was um, we see the we see certain NBA markets will move really, really, really uh, convincingly on Summer League performance. So Rookie of the Year, for example. Um, Chet Holmgren looks great his odds to be rookie of the year plummet. He's now like in some places, the favorite Bancaro looks good. He's the co-favorite Jabari Smith looks less good. Now he's like the fifth choice. Um, you know, Keegan Murray looks good. He drops stuff like that happens. 
Um, so, you know, that's like a one-to-one, whatever happened in summer league, you're going to see it baked into the market. And I, I mean, I would disagree with that, but it happens. So with the NFL, your question about rookies reporting training camps, that's the kind of thing that will move crazy. So defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, you know, you're going to start to see, uh, you know, last year we had five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Okay. How does, how does Zach Wilson look in the preseason game? How does Mac Jones look in the preseason game? Okay. Like a ton of uh, Trevor Lawrence, how does he look in the preseason game? That's going to move that rookie of the year market a ton last year. So this year it'll be, okay. How does Kenny Pickett look with the, in the first Steelers game? You know, if he's awesome, does he, and it, if it becomes more likely that he will start instead of Trubisky in the opener against Cincinnati, uh, then, then, you know, the market will move on that defensive rookies for sure. Cause like, it'll be really our first chance to see how these guys fit together. Like a guy who stands out to meet Nicobe Dean for the Eagles. If he has 10 tackles in their first preseason game and he was amazing in college, those are the markets that you'll see like crazy reaction to, I think it's just like the player driven stuff with the guys that you'll see. Um, and then the other thing that'll happen real quick is just injuries, which is kind of unfortunate, but happens in training camp all the time. We'll remember uh, the Baltimore Ravens last year got hit particularly hard. Literally they're both of their starting running backs were out for the season before the season started. Um, so you'll see markets move for like leading rushing yards or, you know, offensive player of the year, which can go to a running back all the time. It'll be so injuries. And then just like how rookies look, those will be things that change a lot of betting markets coming up here in the next like six weeks. Preseason games, how heavily are they bet considering there's three of them and most of the time starters don't play? More heavily than you could possibly imagine. Of course. <laughs> what a shock. Unbelievable. Well, it's the NFL. What do you want? You right. Know? Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's, there's two groups, right? So you have your, your average better, which is like 99% of, of probably uh, of bets that are written are probably not for very much. And it's just like, I want action and the preseason's on and my team is playing. That's probably, you know, a lot of it too. Not all these games are on everywhere, but there is a lot of money to be made. I don't bet the preseason seriously. I've never tried to bet it seriously, but I know people who make a ton of money every year betting honestly, exhibition sports. So that's summer league NBA, spring training baseball, preseason NFL, preseason NBA. Like that's, that's kind of like their areas of expertise. Because if you can kind of know who's playing or you're just following the news or you can kind of project it out a little bit, I have to imagine you can find edges and really like make a, you know, make a pretty good amount of money on this stuff. So it's not for me, but it does happen. So just, you know, I know you were like, Oh, nobody plays and the game doesn't matter a lot. The betting markets are really interesting for preseason games. Actually. You know, that's, that's the other thing that uh, I kind of, um, if intrigued by uh, with the NFL, like you said, well, it's the NFL. And anytime there is the NFL, um, they're going to bet on pretty much anything. If it involves, of the National Football League, and I, I clearly understand that. What about, like, crazy things like hot seat, coaches on the hot seat, and and stuff like that? I can't imagine those markets are all that big, but I just wonder how much that actually moves based on how well a team starts uh, early in the year. Well, the, the yeah, so the market you're talking about, it's actually one of my favorite markets to do on the show, on You Better You Bet, that we do every day, is we've done a good amount of first coach fired in the NFL. Cause it's just like, it's just really funny, honestly. And I know it's like, well, Hey guys are losing their jobs. That's not funny. It's like, well, you don't really get fired in the NFL. You just move to a different job. You just stop being the head coach of the team that you're, you know, the head coach of, then you go become a coordinator somewhere else or whatever. So it's not, it's not quite as depressing as it, uh, as it's made out to be. And it's first coach fired or resigned. Obviously we have like urban Meyer, John Gruden last year. Those were two, um, you know, it stood out in the middle of the year and, 
those won't move like preseason. Those won't move almost at all, unless there's like a quarterback injury or something. Um, I can tell you also that this is like my favorite thing. Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys is now almost the favorite to be the first coach hired this year. Just like it, it on one hand, it makes no sense. And on the other hand, it like makes a lot of sense, you know, owner, owner with a quick trigger finger, like that expectations are really high. Both coordinators could be the coach, especially Dan Quinn. So like it kind of makes sense. But on the other hand, like it's a team that's supposed to win a lot of games and he's almost the favorite to lose his job first. It's just really funny. Um, early season, those markets will move a ton. Uh, they'll just they'll move like on each result of every game. All of them will move a, a great deal just based on the result of that game. It'll all be backward looking in terms of uh, of how they adjust. If you lost and you're a coach, your odds to get fired will go will get better. Like you'll be more likely. And if you won, then they'll become less likely. So yeah, all that stuff changes week to week to almost a dizzying degree sometimes the first couple weeks. Ken Barkley, you better you bet Odyssey bet QL. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Let's go over to baseball real quick here. Uh, what kind of odds are we talking about with, uh, you know, where Soto may get traded? The Brewers probably are not on the list, I can't imagine. Uh, but the fear that I have is it's St. Louis and ends up being the Cardinals, which is something I definitely do not want to have happen. Uh, where, where does that stack up right now? There's only, so I've only seen a market for Soto's next destination in one place so far. And I, I'm actually, I'll flip back over to it to see if it's changed. I know for a while, the Mets and the Yankees were the two favorites, I think. Uh, or it was, uh, yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically all the teams that ended up on the list that submitted the trade offers, right? So that was seven. There was some discrepancy about whether the Giants actually submitted an offer, but it's, you know, it's Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Mets, then the Mariners, and I think the Yankees were on the list, but maybe they weren't. So it's, it's basically the pricing. It's about what you would expect. The Mets were the favorite yesterday, but I honestly think that's because that's been the most highly publicized offer. Um, in terms of you know players and contracts and stuff and uh, and prospects at the at that level, I don't. I gave you the number one pick last week. I have no inside information on this whatsoever in terms of like where where Soto is going to go. It just seems like mo- more likely than not that he that he will be traded is kind of where we're at right now. Uh, I can give you one thing though on this that's good from a gambling standpoint. If he gets traded, and it's a National League team. I think he is incredibly live still to win NL most valuable player. He's basically been like the third or fourth best player in the league still this year. And if he gets traded to a team that's going to be in pen and chase baseball instead of the nationals, he's like 50 to one right now to be NL MVP. If he goes to an NL team, that would be like the first bet that I would make. Oh, so if you think he's going to go to the Dodgers or the the Mets or something like or the that, Mets. Yeah. Right. You or get on board quickly. Right. right. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no doubt about it. He is Ken Barkley. You better, you bet. Odyssey BetQL. Follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Ken, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Sounds good, Sparky. Talk to you next week. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Ken Barkley on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, serving up hot and fresh. The Sparky Fiber with you. Along with Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back. Leroy Butler uh, will be back, I think, at some point, maybe next week. But he's got, again, the Pro Football Hall of Fame thing coming up on August 6th, so we shall see. Uh, Other side of the glass, A.R. Adam Roberts hanging out with us. You can't get rid of me. 
Uh, no, you're you're here, but you're taking another vacation. You just went to Canada. Now you're going well, on another vacation next month, right? Where are you going next month? This is more of a business trip. I'm going to be a uh, business trip. Oh, See oh, that, yes. GE? Oh. You and Leroy oh, got business trips, but so oh, does oh. AR. All right, buddy, family, what do you got? Family business. Family uh, business. We're coordinating with the uh, soon-to-be in-laws. Now I've okay. I've been to Texas plenty of times okay. to meet with them. They know me. They're familiar with me very much. That's so, good. but. Yeah, we were going to be taking a trip towards uh, September, but I said, hey, Packers, I'm going to be doing Green and Gold postgame shows. We got to do this now. So I willingly, you guys should be thanking me, I willingly am going to Houston, Texas in August so that I can make sure I'm here to oh cover any postgame shows gonna we've got. Hot. It's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah it's oh going to be hot. My God. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you, Adam, for for sacrificing, <laughs> sacrificing, hot. and going to Houston, Texas in August. In August. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Right, just for giggles, Adam, uh, what's the temperature in Houston right now? Give me one sec. Pull that up. I want to see if they're in the hundreds right now. Never Good been to Texas. God. Never been. Ne- really? No, never been. Okay. Never been to the state. If I go, I want to go to Waco. Because the uh, why was in Waco? Uh, the the show Fixer Upper. They have the Magnolia Farms there, uh, okay. and the gift stores and all that stuff. That's where I'd want to go. Uh, right. Yes. AR. So right now, at uh, they have the same time as us. So just about noon, we're yeah. knocking on the door of ninety. Uh, okay. Supposed to be ninety-seven today. Okay. Tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It, it's good. basically they have a consistent high of about ninety-seven degrees for the next week. Well, yeah. And then, of course, it's also August, so we got to be mindful of hurricane season, too. Yes, yeah. That, once you get into August, hurricane season does hit. Yeah, down there, Florida, New Orleans, all all around so, that area. Yeah. So I yeah. say I'm coming back on the 9th, but uh, depending yeah. on what Mother Nature throws us and, of course, the airlines, you may not see me for a month. He's setting us up, Gary. He's setting yeah, us up. Yeah. He's not coming back. And then back. you're going to be gone, too. Not coming back. Gary, how do you feel about doing a show all by yourself? Well, Gary's going to be gone uh, yeah, next yep, week. He's gone. Gary's gone next week. So We yeah. don't know about Leroy. I have no idea about Leroy. Again, <laughs> not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some guys are going to have to work like 15-hour shifts going forward, uh, I think, uh, at no, some no, point. But, but I will be around. Yes. So, so real quickly here, before we get to the top of the hour, uh, this came sure. out earlier this morning, and we didn't have it on the docket to talk about But Giannis uh, apparently has decided he's going to play in Eurobasket 2022 with Greece. Uh, the president of the Greek Basketball Federation announced today. Also, Bucks assistant coach Josh Oppenheimer will be added uh, to the coaching staff. Uh, of the team as well. That's from Harris Stavro uh, earlier uh, this morning. And uh, I tweeted out when it came out. I'm like, all right, Bucks fans, we like this. Uh, and, and some are like, yeah, yeah, it's on. Giannis, do what you want. Uh, others are kind of uh, a little bit uh, disappointed, uh, a little nervous about Giannis going over there and, and playing for his country, Gary, because obviously if something were to happen to Giannis that would affect the Bucks regular season, uh, then you can flush the Bucks regular season at that point if if something were to happen. So what you you ask me? Do I want him to play in it? Uh, sure, if you want to go no, that. Yeah. No, no, not at all, Steve. And there's I, nothing you selfish. can do. There's nothing it's you can selfish. do. It's selfish. No, it's selfish. But no, I I, I don't. I I just golly, and I get it. He's got to go play. But just from a selfish standpoint, I, no, I don't. I don't want to see him do it. But you know what? LeBron and Autumn Cats played in the Olympics, right? And yeah, and so Giannis think, is going to play in the Olympics too if he can get Greece qualified. Right, That's exactly right, it, so, right? And so you just got to look at it from that standpoint. But from a Bucks, from a selfish standpoint, no, I don't want to see him nowhere near that. 
Yeah, and, and again, man, like if you, if you watch that movie Rise and if you follow this Giannis thing, the man loves Greece. I mean, the man go bleeds Greece. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how can you look him in the eye and go, hmm, no, we know you love it, but hey, we need you to stay here. Right. Like, I, right. I just don't think Bucks ownership could probably do that with a straight face and, and not oh. feel horrible about doing it at the same point. I get it. It's a business. Separate feelings from a mo- mm-hmm. uh, from your brain or whatever. But mm-hmm. in this instance with this dude here, you can't tell him no. You're going to no, have to let him go can't. play. And then just hope and pray to God that he's healthy and gets through the whole thing um, and is able to come back and be ready for the start of the season. Right. That, that's 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 all you can do. That's what you're hoping for. Because mm-hmm. if something goes sideways, like I said, you can just flush the season. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got I mean, Middleton and Holiday are nice. Maybe yeah. maybe you get the eight seed. Maybe. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think can't. You do with it with them. I think you do. You think you still get into the playoffs if something yeah. happens? Stay honest. Yeah. But you're not going any farther. No. I think no. they get to the playoffs. No. Yes. Uh, and again, they have the playing tournament, so you get to really. To yeah. see number ten to get into Everybody play in tournament, I would think the Bucks would be able to get top ten if there was no Giannis. Let's yeah. let's not talk about that anymore. Uh, Ron Pitts, former Packers cornerback, joins us uh, coming up here uh, in about forty minutes. But up next, with the rookies reporting today, what are your expectations for rookie wide receiver Christian Watson this season? That's next here on the Wendy's Big Show.